Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday Morning Service. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate your emails, your phone calls, and um, even the counseling. A lot of people are getting counseling, counseling as a result of uh, uh, watching the bond, being a part of the Bond Sunday Morning Services. The email address is church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org. And the, web, the uh, phone number is 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663. And good morning to everybody here. Good morning. How are you? Fine. Good, good. I, um, you know, we're talking about um, uh, the theme this year is endure, endurance, to endure. And I thought last Sunday we had a very, very interesting dialogue about that. And um, I, I found some more scriptures about it. But we never did really finish uh, Hebrews chapter 12, and I want to kind of go through that a little bit more, too. But last week we talked about, God talked about, told us that we should throw off anything that's keeping us down. Get rid of our sins, get rid of the problems that are holding us down. And I told you guys to think about that this week and throw off those problems, get rid of them. And I'm excited because I can't wait to hear what you threw off what you got rid of and because all we I, I just felt the sins people throwing their sins away <laughs> overcoming them getting over them I just felt it I felt loads being taken off folks so I can't wait to hear what you threw off uh, especially after that talk last week who want to be the first to tell me real fast here wow that's deep so nobody got rid of anything? That is amazing. So you guys were sinners last Sunday, you come back the same. In Hebrews chapter 12, it says, With so many witnesses in a great cloud all around us, we too then should throw off everything that weighs us down and the sin that clings so closely. And with perseverance, perseverance, keep running in the race, which lies ahead of us. Uh, and he talked about enduring the cross. So nobody threw anything off last week. This is a waste of my time. Let's take up collection. Turn on the music. <laughs> Where's the choir? <laughs> Let's just go home. And I can go to another part of the country to help folks. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I didn't hear that last week. Oh, you did? Yeah. Like what, for an example? Let me just say this to you first. Now, you can come every Sunday and I can just teach, and I'll get better and you won't. Really. You're not supposed to come just to hear me teach. You're supposed to come with some good news. You're supposed to be learning from this and overcoming. Otherwise, we'll just have preacher church, preacher church, and that's why you left those other churches, because it wasn't working that way. So you really, really need to get serious about this. I don't want the whole year to go by and you're still the same person. I'm trying to show you how to become free, and you need to put it into operation. Yes, ma'am. So you took physical pain or spiritual pain? Concentrating on my pain and not resenting it, not resenting the pain. Yeah. And uh, 
I went home then the following day, the pain was gone. I didn't have to take anything. And until now, it's, the pain is bearable. Yeah. You know? Yeah, the one thing I love about consciousness, the, the mind of God, if you can let your resentment go, if you don't have any anger at all, and God will allow you to live in the moment with Him, healing is possible. You can be healed. But when you go unconscious, it's hard to be healed because you can't have faith when you're unconscious, when you're living in your imagination. So it is possible to be, to be healed like that. And then one thing happened to me, I wasn't going to mention it because I'm not too sure about it. I had a little accident last week. I, I was, all week long I've been trying to stay in the present. And that moment, the thoughts came and got me when I was driving off a driveway. Yeah. But I never go fast, you know, I, I always go slow. And I hit this lady. And she got out of the car cussing me and everything. And I told her I was sorry. <laughs> it was my fault. Right. And then uh, I think she called her son because her son came walking from the other side of the street real fast. And you could see his face. Yeah. He was angry. And yeah, people overreact just like that. Yeah. Now. And he was in some kind of crutches, you know. And so I, I knew what he was going to do as he was approaching me. And he started cussing me out. and calling, uh, you know, racist and all of that. And then she, they, he seen uh, McCain's sticker in my car, and he started cussing the Democrat. Ah, oh, she's a damn uh, Republican, a oh, damn man. this, this, that. And I was just sitting there in the car seeing him, and I didn't react to him. Was it a I black person? Think, huh? Was it a black person? No, it was a white person. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh. And so the cops, uh, uh, Continue on, and I didn't say anything, and then he cussed out the cops, too. They were all going to take him. And so a little while after, because I didn't say anything, and I just put my head down, you know, I told him I was sorry. Yeah. And uh, he came back, and he apologized. Oh, he did? Yeah, he came back, oh, and good. he said See he there? was uh, sorry for acting that way. Yeah. And then he says, you know, um, the kids, I'm her kid. And I said, but you're not a kid. You're an adult. That's right. You know? Good for you. Yeah. That is something else. But, but then I don't know if I suppress him when he was cussing me out and all that, if I just went back or if I took a ride. I don't know. Well, apparently you had a good impact on him, that's for sure. Yeah. He said because when you don't sorry. overreact, it does cause people to take a look at themselves. Right. Most people. And I tried to stay in the minute, but coming to day two, I, I, for one second that you let go of trying to stay in the moment, yeah. you could die. Because you can. this car came right here <laughs> real close and then I had to sway, yeah. you know. But I didn't get upset or anything. I just went back to the moment, you know, and tried That's to right. stay there. Most people, 99.999, .999, not all but most, 99.999. .999. The reason we make mistakes is because we are unconscious. <laughs> You go unconscious, you don't That's really right. see your environment around you. That's right. And you find yourself doing, you know, making right. all kinds of stupid mistakes. And I see myself unconscious in that moment that yeah. I... That's why God wants you to be still and know Him. we got to pray. You need to sit still so you can become familiar with the light, so that the light of God can control you. Correct. And, and you don't, don't put your effort into it at all. Oh, no. Don't put your will, you have to let your will die. Mm -hmm. And let His will take over. Well, they were supposed to give me a big ticket. They didn't give me nothing. 
Yeah, that's yeah, good. Insurance. I said, did you get a citation? I said, no. She said, wow, that's usually the giving way. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, but don't, don't put your will into it. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And the more you let go, the closer you come to God. But the more you try, the further away you become. Because you are God. You're playing God. Yeah. And there's only one God. Only one true God, that's for sure. Well, I don't, well, that's, I don't know if you remember. I told you that I used to talk. Sometimes words would come out of my mouth. Yeah. And that's what happened in that moment. Yeah. Uh, where should I go? Should I go here and do the laundry? Or should I go here in that moment? Yeah, don't, don't talk to yourself. You're going to end up on, on the street out here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do not talk to yourself. Well, it's less and less and less now. Yeah. I used to talk a lot. Yeah. Well, that's good. As you overcome your anger, that gets better, too. You stop talking to yourself. Yeah, Angry people yourself. talk to themselves. Right. Yeah. That's good. I like somebody's doing it. We don't have to turn the music on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Um, I've been kind of thinking to myself about what it really means to be still and know. Yes. And so I, you know, what does it mean? I mean, I could sit there and meditate for a week and just be still, but what does it mean to really know? And so I've been kind of asking that question. So um, this past week, something happened at work, and my first, my normally my first reaction is just to be a smart aleck and you know I, if I don't like the situation I'll just either get mad and be a smart aleck or yeah. just say forget it you know I don't feel like dealing with it but this time and I kind of started off that way but I'm, I re, right in about the middle of it I kind of recognize you know what just calm down just see what happens yeah. <laughs> and so I just calm down see what happens I was able to tell the person what I needed to tell them and I don't even know if they thought I was mad or what I, yeah. I don't but it was kind of interesting how it went, you know, how I just kind of relaxed, how it came to me, and I relaxed, and yeah. then it just went fine. Yeah. You know, as I hear you speak, I'm thinking about men and women of God, we're supposed to represent God on earth. You said that we're the light of the world, the salt of the earth. Just think of the number of Christians who are out of control like that. They're overreacting to situations, they're cursing out their neighbors, they're, you know, at work, they're... They're not examples. They, they, they can't bring people to God when you act that way because you're just like the world around you. And there's no way you can be born again of God and act that way. It's impossible. If you're still overreacting and you're still angry, you're not born of God. You're not of love. And love will not allow you to overreact to any situation because you don't know who, who you know, what this person needs. You know, they, they could be looking for someone just to be patient with them. And that's what God wants us to do. He doesn't want us to overreact to life. As a matter of fact, you cannot overreact. Not only he doesn't want us to react, you can't overreact if you're born again. And that's why you got to calm down. You, gotta, you must be willing to endure your challenges in life. He said, uh, God said, count it all joy when tribulation comes, temptation comes, because it works with patience in our lives. He, he said, don't get mad about it. You become better when things are tough, when it's hard. You get better if you just calm down and overcome it. And I love him because he has made it possible for us to do that. It's hard to find Christians who are calm and have real love and not overreacting in life. It's hard to find. Some of the worst folks in the world 
of those who believe in God. They are the worst. They'll cut your throat. They'll cut you out. They'll lie to you. They'll take your money. They'll cheat on you. I mean, they're doing the same thing that the world does. You know, having children out of wedlock. Just everything the world doing, all in the name of Jesus. It's no wonder the kids are messed up. We, we gotta, we're supposed to be different in the world. We're not so, it's impossible to act this way. And another thing that is surprising to me, well, not surprising, but Christians don't want any pain. I don't want any pain. <laughs> don't, don't treat me wrong because I don't want to feel bad. You know, it, it's insane. Don't look at me wrong. <laughs> yeah. The, the weird thing is that I can endure some, some things I don't have a problem enduring. Right. And I remember all my life I can endure what I want to endure. But this is different. And I just, I guess maybe because I didn't understand or whatever, it made me not want to even be endure anything. Yeah. There's no way that I was going to sit. There's no way that I was, it's going to come to me like that and for me to just relax at that point. This, yeah. That's not going to happen. And that's what I love about him. If you stay calm in the midst of the storm, he'll show you how to overcome it. The answer will come. It will become apparent to you. But yeah. the moment you overreact, you lose. The moment you overreact. You've got to stay calm no matter what you're going through. Your first reaction is not to react. Just don't react. Take it. And he'll come and show you. And the more he shows you, the more familiar you will become with his voice. And then you'll find yourself living that way naturally. Because you don't listen to the voice of the devil in your head anymore. You become familiar with his voice. And his voice, as far as I know, it doesn't talk to you with words. I know a lot of people say, oh, I asked the Lord something, and he told me. I heard his voice. And they're like, that's the devil you're hearing. He allows you to see the answer. His voice is a voiceless voice. A quiet, still, voiceless voice. And so just know from this day forward, every voice in your head, none of them, all those voices in your head are not from God. None of them are from God. <laughs> if you ask God something and, and, and a scripture come to mind, that's not from God. That's the devil. Because God reveals things to you. He doesn't talk to you with words. Now, he could do it if he wanted to because he is God. But he doesn't want to confuse you with the devil's voice and his voice. So he shut up and let the devil talk to you. And he reveals things to you. He makes it simple and clear to you. That makes sense? Yeah. So every voice you hear in your head from this day forward is a lie. Never, ever, never, ever, ever, but never believe it. It's all lies. When it tells you you're wonderful... That's a lie. Why wouldn't that be spoken, you know, something sent to you? From God. Yeah. See, that's why would that scripture that comes to mind? Because what happened is people force you to learn the scriptures, right? Right. And they say, learn the scriptures so when something comes, you can quote it. And, but what it is, the devil reminds you of the scripture, and you think that's the answer. And God... God doesn't quote scriptures to you. He, he, he tells you the truth. You know, the scriptures are true, some of them, right? right. But he doesn't say, uh, let's say that your mama is yelling at you. He's not going to remind you that First John chapter 3 said, love your mama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll give you the love so you don't hate your mother. 
And that is love. He, he won't allow you to hate her or be angry at her for the way she's acting. And that's love. He'll just, there's something in you, he will just keep you calm so that your mother can see how she's acting and, and overcome. He's not going to stand there and quote scripture. That's a setup from the devil. The devil will give you a scripture right away because you put it in your intellect and you'll throw that scripture at mama and she'll throw it back at you. And you find yourself fighting. It doesn't work that way. It's that quiet, still love, that voiceless voice that people see that has an impact on their lives when you don't react to them. But when you learn stuff, the devil just uses it against you. And you think that's the voice of God quoting scriptures. God does not quote scriptures to you. That's the, those, you have learned that stuff. And if you notice, it doesn't work anyway. It does not work. I, just think of the folks you know in your life who quote scripture. They just mean as hell. The kids on drugs, the husband gone or the wife gone, you know, and they quote scripture up and down. It's that quiet voice that we live from, that knowing. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. That's why he wants us to overcome that intellect. It's of the devil. It's not of God. Yes. Thing I'm kind of realizing about myself is first how much pride I have, how huge my ego is. Yeah. And in that, I'm kind of seeing my anger. And I, I would think at one point I thought that my anger was driven by silly stuff people do, dumb stuff. But I'm just as I'm just like that too. Yes. And dumb people hate dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> And I realized I was a hypocrite from that. Yes, sir. Wow, that's deep. And if somebody had told you you were a hypocrite, you want to curse them out. I'm not a hypocrite. You're just dumb. Exactly. <laughs> Anytime you get angry at someone for what they are, then you got a problem. You have the problem. We have no right to be angry at another person for what they are and what they do. Now, we have a right to tell them the truth, to be patient, but we have no right to be angry at another person for what they are. You should yell at them, though, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes. You can yell, but you have no right to be angry. You can yell at people. I yell all the time, just yelling the other day. But I don't feel anything about it. That's what's so beautiful about it. I don't feel it in my spirit at all because I'm not judging the person or the people. You know, I don't hold it against them. Because I know how my life was. You know, I, I'm not in control of my own life. And who am I to judge someone else? That's why God said that we should know ourselves. Because if you, if you can see how silly you are, there's no way you're going to judge somebody else. None of us have room to judge your fellow man. None of us. We're all screwed up. Until we're saved. And then you really see how screwed up you are. You sure can't judge anybody. <laughs> if you want to see how messed up you are, Come into the light. You have no room to judge anybody. We really don't. But we avoid seeing ourselves so that we can judge others. That's why we do that. So when you run around calling people dumb, you got a dummy calling another person dumb. And you're hating yourself for being dumb, but it's best to take it out on someone else. It's weird, too, because it's... You almost... That, that hatred can make you think you're right. And it makes yeah. you think you're right. makes you think you're better. It makes you think everything. And, yeah. then, and then the other side so quiet and still that 
I love this life. I love discovering this, the real true self. You know, that quiet, still place in life. There's nothing like it. And then there's so much in there. Once you become still, there's so much in us, within us, that need to come out. There's so much life. There's so much to give. Our talent is there. Our purpose in life is there. It's all there just laying there because people are so silly, they won't overcome their issue. You can't live when you're angry. You're dying. You're walking dead. Your eyes are open, but you're dead. You look like Hillary Clinton. Really, if you look at Hillary Clinton, she's like dead. I looked at her eyes, they're like all dark and dead. I'm like, this lady need a good husband and a good meal. <laughs> and speaking of meal, the president had candy yam at the White House. See, I told him we got soul food in the White House. Did you hear about that? He had candy yam? I'm like, right on, Mr. President. I'm going to the first dinner I'm invited to now because I know they have soul food. But anyway, we have no room to hate one another. We need to get rid of that. We shouldn't even hate ourselves. We should see what we are and not be mad about what we are so we can overcome it. We have no, you're not going to get anywhere like that. If you want to live, you got to stop hating. You got to stop hating. You got to forgive yourself and others. Otherwise, you're not going to live. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, patience. I never was good with patience. Yes. I enjoyed a whole lot of patience. Well, not a whole lot, but patience this right. past week, you know. Oh, you did? Yes, I did. And what happened? Um, I was able to, um, to tolerate it, you know, to... Other people or something? To other people as well as myself. Yes. Because patience with myself is not good as well as with others. That's right. That's right. It's gotten a whole lot better this past week. Oh, good. And what made it a little better? Well, I had an experience with this job that I had applied for. And it's like they're kind of giving me the runaround a little bit. Right. You know, because I really want this job, you know. I haven't worked since I've been back from Louisiana, which was about three months ago. So, um... I feel like they was giving me the, the runaround, you know, with the fingerprinting and the TB testing I have to take with this job, you know. So the fingerprinting, I did that on my own, but they kind of gave me the impression that they were going to help me with this fingerprinting. It was like 83 bucks, so I was like, wow, I never had to pay that much for a fingerprinting, right. you know. And um, so every time I would call, they would just, well, let me um, connect you with so-and-so, or let me, let me call you back, or let me... So any other time, I'd be like, look... I've been talking to this person, that person, that person. I'm sick of it, and you know, and yeah. then I end up either really not getting the call back because I didn't do it for myself or whatever, you know. Yeah. So usually, like before I quit a job or whatever, I'll find another one, you know. So um, the one that I had before, I uh, I let my son take over it, you know, and. And these people give me the runaround, and now my son had already gotten this job, so I'm like, I want my job back, son. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I can't do that, That's you know, right. because so I um, so I had to calm down and think about what I'm gonna tell these people before I tell them, you know, and that's what I did. Yeah. And it came out a whole lot better. I still don't know what the outcome has got to be like, but. I um I did tend to calm myself down and, and right relax and think about things. And like, you need but, to do that all the time. Yeah. You start making it and don't 
Don't ever want anything so badly that you got to go off on somebody about it. Yeah. You know, have yeah, an attitude. It was just the runaround part. It wasn't really going off on them. Yeah. I was just tired of, you know, just tell me like it is. You know, just yeah. why, why do I have to go through this? Yeah, and, and I'm glad that you handled it that way because you had to go through it so that you could see that you need to be patient. Yeah, even you with know. my daughter's father, you know, he, he it's like he comes when he want to come, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm like, you know what, it's a whole lot. And she has a stepfather that's, that's, you know, taking up the slack and all. But I think he's, at this point now, I feel like he's taking advantage of him, you know, because he didn't raise the older kid. So now, um, even though that's the stepkid, he's, he's, um, the father is not stepping in like he should. You know, the other kids are grown, and now he's my 12-year-old, you know, and I feel like he's taking advantage of the situation. So I told him, I said, well, you know what, I think I got a whole lot to tell you, but let me calm down first and okay. think about what I'm going to tell you, because in the other time, I cussed him out, and that make him really not come, you know, for yeah, a longer right. time, you know. That's so right. now I'm like, I think I better think about what I'm going to tell you first before I tell you this time, because if not, you're going to find yourself hanging up on me again and all that. So yeah. that's what I did. I calmed down, and I talked to him later, and he understood I he understood it. it anyway, but he understood it even more so. Right on. Mm -hmm. That is good. That's why a lot of fathers, not all of course, but a lot of fathers don't come around because they, can, they don't want to deal with that kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. And then the mother says, oh, the father is no good. That's why he's not coming around. He doesn't love his children. They won't say, well, the father is not coming because I attack him every time he comes. Yeah, but I, I, that's I what I say. I talk down at him and I yell at him and treat him like Yeah, that. but that, that's what I say. Yeah. I say, I don't badmouth him, you know, I don't yeah. badmouth him, never have, you know. Good. And likewise, you know, but... Um, Did I, you do the meditation? Excuse me? Did you do the prayer thing that I told you to do? No, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, you're scared to do it? I'm not scared to do it, but I, I really didn't think about it, to tell yeah. you the truth. Yeah, oh, okay. But, but I, I did practice on my patients. Yeah, you know, and it wasn't even. I wasn't even trying to practice on my patients, but right on. But I, 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 I want to highly recommend you learn to sit still in the morning and pray. Just sit quietly, and you may explode because you have all this anger, right? And anger cannot sit still. But yeah. can you? Do you have to call it anger? Can you call it just something else other than anger? Yeah, let's call it hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this word hate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, I have another name for it then. You don't I like the word hate? hate? Because hate is not in my vocabulary. I really don't like oh, using that word. You threw that one out? Pretty much. Uh, let's call it resentment. Okay. That sound better? Yes. It feels better, huh? To me, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the results are the same, though. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, once you overcome all of your resentment, you know, yes. forgive your mother for the way she treated you while growing up, your father for not being there for you. Forgive yourself for the mistakes you made in life. When you let all that go, patience will be there. Be either, you know, either you are patient or you're not, right? But the only thing that's preventing you from being patient is that you don't have a forgiving heart. You have an angry, I'll just use this word one last time. Okay. <laughs> you have an angry, hateful, resentful heart. And it has separated you from God. And that's why you cannot be patient with others because you're separated from God. And if you can let that go, if you can forgive others, God will forgive you and bring you back to him. Then you will have patience. You, you know, you either have it or don't have it. But you can't have it hanging out there on your own. You must be born again. You must come back to love. And you can't come back to love unless you forgive your fellow man.
you got to stop hating. Your mother's still around? Yes. Yeah, is she here in Louisiana? She's here. You need to deal with her. I agree. Yeah, you need to go to her and let her know why you resent her and just lay it out. And this time you're going to forgive her and say, Mom, you know, I've resented you all my life because you're controlling, you're angry, you ran off to my, my dad, you know, you killed the cat, the flowers, and everything died around you. We all messed up because we, I, you know, we resent you. I resent you, and I'm sorry for that because I become just like you, you know, because you, you know that you become like what you hate, right? Right. When you have her spirit inside of you. And if you don't let it go, you'll pass it on to your children. And it'll go on for generation to generation. What but made you say that I had to talk to my mother? Because I noticed that you act just like her. Mm-hmm. And you How? don't want to be like her. How? Can you elaborate on that? Um, kind of that, that willful personality. You know, you want what's right, but this other thing is making you do what you don't want to do. And I just want you to know that that's her inside of you. And uh, and because I know you want what's right, but you got to forgive your mother first. You got to go to and deal with her, and it's going to be the hardest step that you will ever have to take in life, because the devil's going to tell you you're being disrespectable by by talking to your mother like this. Because what mothers do, not all, not all, not all, but most, they beat us up and then they shut us down so we can't defend ourselves. Mm-hmm. They say. I can isn't that true? Don't, don't talk back to me. I'm your mother. You know, but they'll make you angry and you can't even speak up for yourself because now they say you're being disrespectful. So they're controlling you both ways. Mm-hmm. But now you can speak up. You're a grown woman. You're on your own. But you need to set yourself free from her. You need to get her out of you mm-hmm. because she has her mother in her and it just goes on from generation to generation. Okay. And remember, go there and once you tell her how you feel, realize she can't help herself. Just like you can't help yourself, she couldn't help herself. And they say, I realize you can't help yourself. And I'm sorry for holding it against you. And if she yelled at you, just look at her yelling. Like you're looking at a movie. She's just going off, right? But don't react to it. If she fall out and die, and some of them will fall out and die, just find out if she has some insurance. <laughs> Have a cheap funeral and a dry box and go your way with the rest of the money. Really, and because it's up to her to repent, you can't make her repent. All right? And, and that's what love is, is to forgive, it's not to hate. My mother is a born-again Christian. Mm-hmm. She yeah. is. Yeah, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. That's going to be even harder. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, because she's going to throw the bomb at you. I know. I'm a holy woman. Mm-hmm. I'm God's woman. No, she's not. She's a, she's a, the devil is her, is her daddy. And she can't help it, though. Because if, if it was, she would have come to you already and apologized for what she done. Mm-hmm. But she hasn't apologized. She's not going to apologize. Mm-hmm. But so you got to forgive her so you can go free. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to be shaking in your boots. I know. <laughs> yeah. But just stand there shaking and get it out and just say I'm sorry for hating you. If, especially if you see you need to forgive her. But that's where you get your courage back. Otherwise, you're never going to have the love that you need. Because God said, how can we love him who we never see and hate our parents? Mm-hmm. You know, we need to love our parents. And love is being honest and straight up. Right. So you got to learn to do that with her. Will you try this week? Yes. All right. And let me know what happened. I will. Yeah. And don't let anyone talk you out of it. No. And do not plan what you're going to say. I won't. 
Yeah, just wait until you get there and God will give you the words to say. All right? Yes. You're nervous now thinking about it. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I know how you feel. But isn't that amazing, though, as an adult woman, you're afraid to be honest with your mother? <laughs> yes. It, it's not logical. It, it's not, it doesn't make sense, but she's put that fear in you by causing you to hate her. So you got to go back and deal with her, and then God will set you free. And then you can pass love on to your children. And then your husband is going to be happy too because life will become easier for him as well. Well, I'm not married. Yeah. Oh, you're not married now? Yeah. But, uh, I'd like to be, but I'm not. I'm sorry? I would like to be, Yeah. but I'm not. But you're not. And why you're not? <sighs> Can't about I don't know. I think I'm practicing more of myself, getting to learn myself better than, than Yeah. Well, than the one thing I love about God, there's many things I love about God, of course, but the one thing I love about him, once you overcome your anger, he will give you your heart desires. If you would like to be married, and you're walking in the light like that, you'll look around and the man is there. It really is. He would give you your heart's desires, and it would be perfect. He'd give you perfect gifts, not imperfect things. It'll work out. So he will, he will get a husband for you. But you got to take one step at a time. you got to forgive your mother. All right? Yeah. Okay. And so what are you doing with right now? <laughs> Uh, my husband, I keep trying to control the marriage. You keep trying to control it? Yep. You can't help yourself? Um, I can when I meditate regularly, but when I don't, uh, all of a sudden, then I just start getting angry and yeah. upset, and then I start hating him, and yeah. every little thing gets on my nerves. Gets so I know it's me. Yeah. I know it's me. And did you tell him that? Yeah, I do, actually. I'll be like, let me meditate, because I need to meditate. I'm going to start back meditating again. He's yeah. like, all right, you know. <laughs> and then I go in the bathroom, and, you know, I sit, and then I'll, you know. And then it starts getting a little better until the third, fourth day, then I forget something, you know. Yeah. And then. So why don't you stay with the prayer? Since you know that the answer to my problem is that I need to pray mm -hmm. so that God can guide me, why don't you do that? What is preventing you from staying with the prayer? Because you know that that's what it takes. Right. Of ourselves, we can do nothing because everything we deal with is spiritual. We've been driven by spirits. We're, we're tempted by spirits. Why don't you stay with the prayer? Probably an ego thing. I probably think I know too much. Yeah. And then it becomes really simple and little. And then before I know it, it just... Everything is just crazy and I have no control. And yeah. I'm upset over everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, how did I get to this point? I'm not meditating. That's right. And so then then it takes me a few weeks to finally get back into meditating because I'm finally enough stuff has to happen for me to finally realize, okay, you either gonna meditate and live your life and be happy. Right. Or are you either just gonna continue on trying to control stuff and just everything just gets worse and worse. Yes. So I just have to keep feeling pain until I'm eventually just surrender to it. Yeah, but you don't wanna Way too late because you can run. No, your I don't want to lose off. my husband. Yeah, I don't want to lose my husband. So I gotta, you know, I try to talk to him, you know, because I still, even though I don't meditate, I still have somewhat of the the fundamental values of meditating. Right. As far as I try to be as honest as possible and uh, see myself, I always try to see myself and stuff. Yes. Even though I, you know, when I don't, the longer I don't meditate, I start trying to see other people first. Or I try to first <laughs> see my marriage. <laughs> I see yeah. him first, and then I'm like, okay, well, what's your part? Like, uh, I just, like, for the past, you know, I've always, I've always lived a life like, okay, I'm married, you know, this is the rules of marriage, you know, so with my husband, you know, we have that trust where 
you know, if he works uh, a certain place out of town and he has a friend or anything, he may stay in that area, stay over his friend's house. Right. And I'm okay with it, you know, because I trust him and I don't, I don't, you yeah. know, I'm not the type of person to say, no, you can't, you need to be home. You know, right. I don't want to live that type of marriage. So then it, got, it gets to a point where I feel like I'm doing him a service or a, a favor. And then if he doesn't respond in the way that I want him to, then I'm like, you know, you should be lucky I'm letting you, you know, spend a night over your friend's house <laughs> because I could be a type of wife to say no. Wow. You know, so it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And then if you don't respond the way I want, <laughs> yeah, if you don't respond the way that I want, you know, and then I'm like, oh, no, then, you know, you're not doing it right. You know, here it is, I'm doing this, and you're not, you know, going to at least respect me in that area, then, yeah. oh, no, then yeah. from now on, maybe I should just change my ways. You know, I just be thinking of all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just need to get it. Like, you know, you can't control him. He's definitely the type. He will never allow me to control him. Good Even when him. I think I am controlling him, yeah. I ain't controlling him. That's right. I'm just going around crazy thinking I'm controlling him. He's just like, whatever, <laughs> you know? Wow. So, that's that what is good. To. Where'd you find him? I know, huh? We totally opposite. That's what it is. It's like we're just totally opposite, and that what is what I really need. Yeah. That's why I'm like, you know, I can't, I ain't gonna, uh, I can't make him run off and lose him. Yeah. You know, because it's me, it's yeah. not him. Right. So. Wow. It comes down to. So How long you been leave. married now? We five years in August. That's amazing. Yep. Yeah, you better cool it, girl. I know, you know what I mean? And I know there's no one else like him out there, yeah, you know, no, especially for me. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> so, is yeah. he, are you married to a black guy? You're married to yes. a black guy, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know you can't find it all. No, not at all. Not at all. No kids, education, very smart, very fun to be with. Wow. You know. And you about to run him off. About to, but I ain't crazy, though. I ain't, you know, hey, hey, you know, I, I will, like, I'm, I have no problem being the first one to apologize. I have no problem being the only one to apologize. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, because, you know, I don't, one thing I don't want to do is have any regrets, That's you know, right. and I don't want to make any stupid decisions, mm-hmm. you know. So whatever part I play into it, I make sure I, I, I own up to it as much as I can, but I still keep wanting to look at him, and I have to stop doing that. Well, if you do run him off, let me know so I can recommend him. To- <laughs> And he's cute. <laughs> the mother said he's cute too, so. He has no kids either. Wow. And that's hard to find too. Yeah, so. So the only thing I can tell you, you got to go back to the prayer so you can overcome your anger. Yeah. That's the only thing that's going to do it. No man, no woman, nope. no thing can change that. It's a spirit. Have you forgiven your mother? You hold anything against her? No, uh-uh. Sometimes she'll, you know, always saying her little sayings, you know, like, well, you, know, you know, you need to do this or you need to do that. Like, just now, just a few minutes ago, she wrote me a note talking about don't say yes. No, don't say yes, say yes. Really? Like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know how to just accept the good things that she tells me. And then I know sometimes she's just being her, and I'm just like, whatever. I ain't going to that. going to drive me crazy. <laughs> Cool. She's write your note in the she church. She knows and, I mean well. Yeah, she means well, but yeah. sometimes she be on me too much. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't have yeah. time for that. Yeah, you need to back off. Yeah. Okay. She's writing your note in the meeting now saying, say it, yes. Uh, yeah, she just, yeah, she said, don't say yes, say yes. And I'm like, what? Earlier when you, you guys are were talking. You are years old, and you still have to say yes. Well, it just makes me feel I don't, I'm not going to. I'm just like, whatever. You know, I'm not, letting, <laughs> I'm not going to let that phase me. You yeah. know, like, earlier when I came to her house, She's like, did you invite your husband to, to church? And I was like, no. I was like, I can't. 
I was like, you know, I can't right now. I said, I need to figure out, it's me. I said, I need to go on my own and figure out what the heck is my problem. Right. I said, I can't, that would be a distraction. You know what I mean? I mean, and then I thought about like, okay, well, dang, I should have, because, you know, we, we have a little slight argument right now, you know, but, um, so I went on to call him and sure enough, he was like straight out, no. And I was like, okay, I figured that, yeah. you know, but at least I asked, yeah. you know, cause it is a, I mean, I should ask, you know, I shouldn't just want to try to fix myself on my own. But at the same time, I know I'm the really one who's really messed up here. Yeah. And right now it's just not a time for him, for us. It's, I need to fix me. Yeah. So I need to be here by myself right now and then figure out what's my problem. And so, then I can, then let me find, then let me come to him correctly yes. and then see what would happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So is it hard for you to pull back and let her figure this out? And if she has any questions, she'll come to you for, for that? You can't just be an observer of what she's going through. You got to get involved. Um. Well, she calls me. Oh, she does. You don't volunteer this information. She call you for it. Don't you call me? Sometimes I call, but you know, I mean, she's a mom. She come on now. She's gonna. <laughs> she's gonna make. You know, she sees. You know, she's always been really good at making sure I figure things out on my own. That's the one thing that she. I kind of remember me. that too. Yeah, that's the one up. thing she's given me that most mothers don't. Right. That I. You know, I thank her every day because. You know, a lot of parents, they're like, no, this is what you do. And I'm like, right. you know, she's always taught me figure it out on my own. Yeah, because I'm going to feel the pain regardless. You know yeah. what I mean? So now I've learned, okay, let me figure stuff out on my own. But at the same time, you know, my mom, she, you know, she's going to be my mom. I'm her only child. Right. You know what I mean? So she's going to, you know, say, well, you know, you need to do this or you should do this. And, no. I, and I make a decision whether I'm going to listen to it or not. And I'll let her know, whatever. You know, I'll let her know. Yeah. I ain't trying to hear that right now. You know, like yeah. when she told me about the church thing, I said, mom, I ain't not trying to hear that right now. I know I need to figure me figure yes. me out because it's my it's, I'm the one with the problem. Yeah, back off until she asks. I, I even if I, she let, let's say that you see she and her husband fighting, all right, and or whatever, uh -huh. and you're gonna want to say something, don't say anything. Let let her figure out, and she'll come to you. Okay, but wait a minute. I want her to say. Okay, yes, yeah, she. Okay, I don't. I don't think I <laughs> not, do that. Not 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 if it's you know when it comes to our our marriage, she she's pretty cool. What would you like for her to stop doing? Yeah. Because I may be missing it. What do you want yeah. her to stop doing? I don't. See? You don't want to stop? So what are you mad about then? At no, her? no, no, no. No, if she asks me. How about you want her to start writing notes and things? Yeah, that's little yeah. stuff. Okay, you know? yeah, I, I do, yeah. And then okay. she's like, don't, you know, no, I see, I hear you cursing today, but don't be cursing in church. I'm like, I ain't gonna cuss in church. <laughs> you know, you know, if I'm talking about something, she's like, all right, don't be using that language in church. I'm like, I don't do that, you know? <laughs> so just little things like that, but that's just her personality. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, it's just a parent thing. You know, you want your uh, child or, yeah. Well, she's not you a know, child she, anymore. No, she's not a child, but... Just like you said, um, when she was saying, when you were talking to her in the beginning and she was saying, yeah, instead of saying yes. I, oh, I see. Yeah, just. You feel pain when she does that? Not pain. You just feel feels embarrassed? like I've taught her different. Yeah. And, and she did, but and I'm just I spent a lot of money in private school for her. So. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money. I, I could have been in a Mercedes, so. I'm telling you. You don't want that money to go to waste. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. So. Well, I had a father to tell me that. He's letting his little boy play uh, basketball with the girls because he paid the money already. He doesn't want to get the money back. I'm like, what are you talking about? But uh, you still have to let her, let her. The anger is what have, is uh, causing you to speak that way. You do realize that, right? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I have, I have a type of, I don't care. Right. Attitude. That's right. So it's like whatever. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. Here's what I would recommend. All right. But first, Stephanie want to tell you something. She want to recommend something. 
because she's married too, and sometimes she want to cut her husband's throat, but she doesn't. <laughs> she want to make a recommendation to you, and then I'll tell you exactly how to deal with it too. I'll add to it. I can't hear you. If I get mad at my husband, I just like, like what, you, what she's saying, just look at yourself. And then it goes away, the anger goes away. Yeah. And you're not mad at him anymore. <laughs> you ever go off on him? I hardly ever do, but just recently I did it just because I never do it. Just <laughs> 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 to see what happens. You know what? I never go off on my husband. He tried with me. <laughs> Let's see what happens. And what happened? Nothing, just like we just went back and forth and then I didn't stop speaking. Oh, he yelled back? Yeah. Oh, he did? Not yell, but it's like, he said, what did you tell me? Well, he said, like, um. He's like, shut up, Negro. No, he said, like, you're. What would you do if he said, shut up, Negro? It would be on him. I don't know that ball. I'm telling So did it feel good to yell at him though? Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, maybe you should start yelling a little bit more than get it out of the chest. Not you, Stephanie. Oh. Now, Stephanie don't normally yell. She doesn't normally yell at people. Yeah, I just wanted to see what it was like. Because it seemed like, um, it seemed like he likes that kind of person that yells back. Oh, yeah? I don't know. I don't know if he does, but it well, seems like you should he, switch husbands he honors right. that person more. At least they don't, they yell back. But it's not into me to yell back. I don't have nothing to yell back. Oh. Is it like what he said? Okay. I feel like he's my father. And whatever he says, go, and I can't talk back and stuff. Really? Yeah. Wow. He married your dad a, a white dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's a pope. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so, you want her to yell back? No. Tell me what you're thinking, like. He doesn't like it when I'm quiet. So. so does he want you to just communicate or he want you to yell? Uh, communicate. But not necessarily yell. Yeah. Oh, but no, I, I don't like her to, um, it's something that was like contradic said, contradicting me. I said, said something that was something really contradictory. Not just a contradictory opinion, but it was kind of like, it's like you want someone to do something and they're just basically telling you no. It was that, that kind of thing. So no, I don't like that, but I do want to know what's on her mind. I mean, if, if, uh, you, know, you you want to know what's on her mind, but she's not a, allowed to say no. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got the wrong wife. You need to get this one. <laughs> I'd like to see you tell her to do it. <laughs> Put your, you put any man put themselves in a position uh, where they want their wife to do something. The wife says, "Just tell you no flat out." What husband is going to be okay with that? Let me be honest about it. Well, it depends on what you want to do. I forgot. He said I was. He said I was acting like Paul or something, and I said. Like Paul? Um, yeah. And I got raised my voice. I said, I'm not being that way or something. I forgot what I said. I'm, oh, not, oh, cool. I'm not talking back or not whatever he said I was doing. <laughs> wow. Usually I wouldn't say anything. I'd yeah. Like, and it felt good to speak up. Yeah. Were you surprised she raised her voice at you? Yeah. <laughs> and you were happy though, huh? No. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Oh, you were not happy that she raised her voice? Oh, I mean, okay. 
not in a situation, it might have been different if there was, we were kind of talking back and forth about something, yeah. but it was something, I don't know, as I recall, maybe it wasn't, but I, it was something I wanted her to do, and then it basically just turn around and say no. That's yeah. what I remember. I don't remember what it was. Can't yeah. remember a little bit. Oh, okay. Is this the first time she ever said no? I didn't say no, though. I, didn't, I don't remember saying no to him. She's never said no before. How long have you been married now? Seven years? Seven Eight years? Eight years. Eight years? Yeah. And she's never said no until this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And so the first time she said no, you can have her. <laughs> I'm taking the fifth because I don't remember the situation. But, but yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. Wow. That must be amazing to be married to a woman that never say no. So all of these years, you've never wanted to say no before? Sure. I mean, I, I can't remember. I mean, there's things that I didn't want to do, but I, if he says to do it, I do it. And are you happy that way? Yeah. Oh, okay. As long as you're happy. <laughs> I don't think I, you know, ask her to do unreasonable things, though. Yeah, he right. doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Last Tuesday, she wasn't happy, though. What? Whenever that happened, you weren't happy. Well, he said I was acting like something, and I thought, I'm not acting that way. Like Were you scared when you said it? Were you raising your voice? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not acting that way. No. <laughs> um, you got to, uh, what I recommend, you got to endure now. Our theme this year is endure, endurance, right? So from this point forward, when that anger comes, your mind trick you to try to get you to go off. Don't do it. Stay quiet. <coughs> Just leave it alone. Take the pain of it. And God will correct you. Because the more you let it out, the worse it will get. Yeah. The devil will feed you then. you got to endure this year. you got to shut up. You know, and, and then speak when it's, you see that this is the right thing to do. But you got to take the pain to be quiet and overcome. Otherwise, you're going to end up running your husband off. Like he's only going to take so much mm-hmm. for so long. You know, people tend, you know, they can't handle it too long and they have to leave. But you got to just be quiet now and take this pain or this, this anger that's inside of you so that you can overcome it. And it's going to be hard because the devil is going to tell you something. You look at him. You've got to say this. This is real. It's real this time. You know, he's going to think this about you if you don't speak up. He's going to think you're weak if you don't speak up. Do not do it. You've got to shut up. Your ego is going to hurt. It's going to cry out because it wants that life. But you got to let it die. And I recommend you go back to the prayer. Because you're not going to be able to do it on your own. That's what you need to throw off. You need to throw off going off on him. For no reason, you know. And the devil trying to destroy your marriage. He's trying to break you guys up. And he's using you to do it. You have a good man according to you. He's a working guy. He, he loves you. He wants to be with you. Don't let the devil destroy that. He doesn't have any kids, so you don't have to deal with other women in your life. I mean, you got it made, and the devil doesn't like that. He doesn't like it at all. So you absolutely have to shut up. That makes sense? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the note I wrote to myself Friday. I said, just shut up. Yeah. Because yeah, he don't want to hear you complaining. Because I remember yeah. you had mentioned that before. Uh, it was like a few months ago. I can't. Well, not a few months ago. It was a while ago, but you had mentioned that. <laughs> A man, um, you could say something like a man, if he can just have a 
a woman that would shut up, he would like that. Yes. Yeah, and it's the truth. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want to hear me complaining all the time. Just That's shut right. up. It, it's, it's, it makes you not want to go home from work. Yep. Really, really does. Especially if the guy's not doing anything wrong. It's not like he's a bad guy. Right. And you're just angry about nothing. And so you got to shut up. Do what they did for the last eight years. You never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be hard. <laughs> but you'll have a you'll have an everlasting marriage. Just be quiet. Yes, ma'am. I, I just want to say, I think the main thing that she does, she likes to spoil him. She, she it's like playing God. Yeah. She'll give him all these treats, and then he, you know, he's like a spoiled kid. Right. And then he messes over him, and then she, put, oh, who does he think he's dealing with? I'm gonna punish him. I'm like, well, he's yeah. a grown man that you're spoiling. You know, just like he'll, you know, go, she say, okay, honey, if you're working out there in Riverside, you can spend a night out there with your friend. Well, then he doesn't call when she wants him to call. Oh. And so then she wants to punish him. So, so it's like. She want to be God with him, but so he got to act like you want him to yeah, act. Yeah, and he's not going to do him. that. No, you can't do it. He'll way. take the treats. If you're going to do that, don't, don't, don't be nice. If you want him to act the way you want, don't do it. If you're not doing it from the heart, you're doing it because you want something in return, don't do it. But it's not so much I want something to return. It's just kind of respect. No, you know, if, you wanna, no if I call you, you need to answer your phone. But he didn't promise you if you give him a, a, a dog bone, he's going to call you. That's rude. No, it's not. <laughs> that is rude. What if I need him? One time I, I was in some serious pain and I had, my, had to have my mom take me to the emergency because I was in pain and I right. tried to call him and he didn't answer the phone. Right. Well, just tell him about it. Don't be mad about it. Don't be stretching your neck. <laughs> Treat the man like a man and tell him, you know, at least have his, he does have a cell phone? Yeah, he has yeah. a cell phone. Call him, leave a message, and let him work it out. Treat him the way you would like to be treated. And still be nice? Yes. <laughs> That's what love is, especially if you're a child of God. How, won't he just keep doing the same stuff over and over again? Are you a Christian? Yes. You're a child of God, right? Yes. Don't you do the same thing over and over again that you should no, not be doing? No, not really. No, I try know, to keep, keep working yelling, on myself. You should be yelling. You keep getting angry. You keep telling him, I'm not going to do it again, right? And you do it over and over again, right? Yeah. Well, do, you, do God... I mean, not all the time. No, no, no. No, no, no. I was thinking about something else you were saying. No, no, no. But doesn't God, when you act that way, does God turn his back on you? No. Does he get upset at you? No. He just, he's patient with you, right? Well, if you are a child of God, you should be paid to do the same to your husband. Expecting nothing in return. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. All right. And if you're not doing it because it's the right thing to do, don't do it. Then, because that's what's causing you to want something back, you're doing it with a motive behind it. I'm going to treat you this way so you can treat me this way. And that's not the right way to do it. You're of your father, the devil, when you act that way. You're not doing it out of love. Okay. If your mother gave you something and she got a motive, has a motive behind it, she wants something back, that would make you mad. Well, I gave you this. Why don't you do this for me? You're like, my mom, why did you do it for me then? I didn't tell you I, gonna, I didn't make any promises with you or to you. You know what I mean? That's where I got it from. I got it from her. Oh, you did? Cause, yeah, because she, she did that. She used to do that. She did that a couple of times. Yeah, that's not good. Remember <laughs> the wedding? Remember. We called him and he said, I want all my money back. 
For the, uh... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to forgive your mom for that. Okay. Yeah. But it's not. I'll just play. I mean, no, it's me, though. No, no, yeah. you, you need to see where you got it from so you can let it go. Yeah. And you let it go. God allow you to see it, where, where it comes from, so you can forgive. And your mother want you to. She yeah. want you to forgive. She want, if that's what costs it, you need to face it. And so, just it when, so just when it hurts, just feel it. Yes. Alright. Yes, ma'am. Christ had to suffer for us so that we have to suffer for what is right. So when it hurts, just feel it. Very good. Alright. Alright. And if you start gritting your teeth, put some in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right? All but right. When it hurts, that makes sense. When it hurts, just feel it. Take the pain. Then you shall be free. All right. Because you're bringing on your own pain to listen to the Prince of Darkness. You're causing it. You're allowing him to cause it in your life. Really. So just take the hurt. What is making you cry right now? I don't know. I'm just emotional. Yeah. All that anger. I mean, yeah. That's, that's what it comes what it to. Yeah. And I don't want to see you suffer like this in the moment. You got I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah, that's right. It's gonna make you old and ugly before time. Nope. And nobody gonna want you then. Yeah. <laughs> then I will be by myself. Yes, ma'am. And that anger is gonna give you cancer. It just, you know, it'll bring on diseases, all kinds of stuff. So just let it go. It's a waste of time, a waste of energy. All right. All right. And go back to your prayer. And there's nothing worse than a nagging woman. Oh, there's nothing worse than that. <laughs> there's nothing worse than a nagging woman. It, when you read, uh, there's something in the Bible that talks about a nagging woman. Huh? Yeah, there's nothing worse than that, right? Nothing worse than a nagging woman. It's best to get ran over by a fire truck. <laughs> <laughs> Then it has to go home to a nagging, angry woman. Your husband's probably want you to run over here with the car. Rather than nagging and yelling about nothing. Especially if you got a decent man. I could see it maybe if he were no good. Yeah. You know, I could see how that would make you mad. You know what I'm saying? But if you got a good man, you need to cool it. Well, I mean, the good, the only, the good thing is he, he definitely knows how to block it very well because he don't... <laughs> He don't feel it at all. He Good. just he he he's always happy. Do I mean he's a, he can tell he's a little frustrated, but it's not it's not slowing him down. And see, the devil make you worse when you see him not reacting to you. The devil like, look, look at him. He's not even mad. He doesn't care about you. Well, then at he, that point, then that's when I kind of look at myself because yeah. I'm like, okay, obviously it's me <laughs> because he's okay. So yeah. I need to figure out what's, why am I, why am I tripping? Why am yeah. I upset? Cause I want to be happy too. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's right. <laughs> and the devil make you burn his toast just to make him mad and try to get to him. Nope. Burn the toast. See what happens. <laughs> he, he do everything. I'm glad that you realize though that it's you. Yeah. That's a good thing. But you got to go back to the prayer because you can't overcome it by yourself. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sherry, you had a, Oh, yes, Ronnie. Well, we're talking about relationships. <laughs> My husband, when he's stressed out, he um, gets real nitpicky about everything being clean around him. Yes. To the point where I don't know how to operate, you know? <laughs> like, if 
if the kids, the grandkids come over, they're going to be messy, you know. And then when, they, when they're there, we clean up. We say, stop, put all your toys up before you put something else out, and so on and so on. I mean, he comes in the house looking for things, like, oh, I know Wayne's been here because the kids did this and they did that. The dog is old now, and he starts to, he's starting to, like, urinate in the house and things like that. Mm, kill the dog. Yep. He's really 15. They, they never, don't they kill don't. the dog. Just He's 15, when they don't have ever last until they're 16. I'm sorry? So he, he, the dog is 15 years old, and they don't go longer than about 16. Right. So he's getting that age where we can't control everything. So you can't put him out because he's so old, he's it'll hurt him more, you know? So what do you do? The, the whole you thing can't is, put the dog out? No, you can't leave him outside because he'll get arthritis. You know? Really? So he, he stays out all day, and when he comes in at yeah, night, right. and we put him in the laundry room, and he does it in there and I clean it up. But sometimes he'll do it in other rooms. So we clean it up. But Can you take the dog to one of those places and let them put him to sleep? Yeah. yeah what are those places just, called? You might just put yeah. him to sleep just because he's having a few problems, you know? You'll just put him to sleep because he's starting to have a few problems, you know? What's the purpose of having an old dog around and all these other guys in the house? You have to attach him to him, too. The point is, really, the point is... Oh, you attach to the dog that much? No. You don't just... What about, should I do that to my husband too when he starts having problems? You put him down. <laughs> 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 you put your head on him. <laughs> <laughs> you have your husband the same category as your dog? That he really, this is not the only problem with the dog. He's right. like this with the dog before the dog had these problems. You know? okay. He can't accept the dog. The dog stinks. The dog this, the dog anything. It's like he can't be happy unless everything is perfect. And you can't saying. live in perfection. So how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, with the dog thing, I, I agree with your husband on the dog thing. I would not let a dog live in my house. I'm just not into the dog thing living in the house. Yeah, but that's you. Yeah, but let me explain it so you know what that feels like. And I, I remember when I was growing up, the dogs lived outside. You know, they didn't come in. They, when we opened the door, they'd come in and jump on us and play around. But when it's time to go, they have to leave, right? So I wouldn't attach a dog living in the house. And when I see people with dogs in their house and the dog in the bathroom in the house, that matches to me. So your husband made me feel in the same way. No, because he's just like that period. When the dog yeah, is younger, I know your husband problems, is, I know your husband. He's a clean, he's real like his mom. Yeah, his mother taught him to be perfectly clean, right? So it's hard on you got to forgive him for that. What? And just don't, because he can't help it, point it out, but don't be angry about it. Yeah, I understand. That's fine. But how you live like that, in other words. I mean, I almost don't want the kids to come over because I'm not angry about it. I'm just trying to live with it. How do I live with it? By not being angry and frustrated by it. And then, because the kids are going to come over anyway, and then they say, you know, honey, the kids are coming. You know, we complain about, because I have grandkids that come by on Sunday, and they are wild. They want to run through the house and mess with everything, and I'm sitting there all mad and frustrated. I'm like, it's time to go, kids. <laughs> Grandpa's tired now, you know? But, so I know how, how he feels, but you got to live with it, though. you got to stop being frustrated about it. It's not even about just being frustrated about it. I, I see it, but again, the kids are coming over. They're going to make a mess. Then right. we're going to clean it up. But right. it's never enough, you know. Does he stop them from making a mess, or he sit there and look? Well, most of the time, he's not there, and he comes later and falls asleep, and he'll get up and fuss a little bit. Everybody knows he's going to fuss, so they right. kind of try to clean up. And we try to, since I know he's like that, I try to keep things straight, you know. But 
there's a got to be some point where I can't do everything the way he wants me to do it. I still have to live in the house. You know? That's right. And I understand that. It's hard to live with a person that so perfect. Yeah. And a lot of mothers have done that to their sons and daughters where they just make them clean up and everything has to be in place. It's hard to live like that. And since you can't change him, you got to stop. You just have to relax and live your life and let him argue about it. Okay. Clean up when the kids leave and let him argue about it, but don't take his argument seriously. Okay. He can't help himself. Yeah, I see he can't yeah. help himself. I see the stress of it brings it on more. Right. But it's, again, I feel like, well, should I tell the kids not to come over? No. Should let I put the, the dog over. down? Should I do, you know? And then what happens is we, the reason we have a dog, we know he's like that with dogs. And before this, we said we don't want another dog yeah. because we know how he's not comfortable with anything like that. Right. And he brought the dog. Oh, yeah. And we keep saying, no, don't bring us another dog because we know we won't be able to enjoy it because of the way you are. And That's he'll bring right. it anyway. So let him bring it. When you argue about it, don't say anything. Don't argue back. Because he gets a life from you arguing back. Well, I'm not even arguing about it, Jesse. But don't you be moved by it. Just, Just let... keep on living and do what I'm doing. Yes, and... ma'am. Yeah, okay. Yes, ma'am. Because you can't change someone. No, yeah, I know. And, and so you, you, you have to see your grandkids, so let them come over. I'm sure he wants so to So just enjoy my life and yeah. just try to do what I can do because even when I clean up everything, he's still not happy. That's right. And just do it. I say, okay, well, he's still not happy. I'm just going to do it because it's the right thing to do anyway. That's right. And I just go on. That's right. And after a while, he'll see himself. Really, he'll see how silly it is. Because how long can you argue by yourself, you know? <laughs> and you're walking, hog carrying on, and you sit back, the kids are gone now. You have your coffee and relax, and you just arguing. You see how silly it is. Yeah, it's not a it's not a two way conversation. I just see it, I just see it coming. He just starts out. Oh, look at that! That's right. out of place, you know. Yeah, his mother did him that way. Yes, exactly. And he doesn't realize he's become her. That's what it is. And you know, don't worry. And just say, you know, honey, you need to stop acting like your mom. That'll come down too. <laughs> You don't like to be reminded that you act like mom. So they say, honey, you act like your mother right now. Yeah, I have before. Yeah. Just, re- just throw that out there and leave it alone. And he'll start seeing it. But live your life. Okay. Enjoy your grandkids. And live your life. Clean up when they leave. And it'll be fine. Okay. But you got to just enjoy it by not resenting it. Okay. All right? That makes sense. Anybody disagree with that advice? No. Okay. You got to endure it. We got to endure this year. We got to endure if we're going to be men and women of God. And, and life is going to bring so many different things to us. It's amazing what you have to go through in life. It just blows my mind the stuff that comes. But that's how it is. Christ went through it, and we have to too. But we'll come out on top. We'll come out winners if we learn how to endure, to take the pain. Yes, ma'am. I just want to ask this question that the, the Bible man came up with Friday. The, the Bible goes to God, yes. Yeah, about being predestined to, to be with God. It's like, uh, how do you know? He said that we are predestined to be yeah, with God, God. Yeah, that God has already put something on some of the people that are going to be his, that are his children. Oh, I, I see. I don't remember that statement. Of, uh, I'll ask. I'll ask more Friday. Because they were talking about the uh, the that the devil has kids, yes. his children, I, and yeah. God has it. I do believe that because we have good and evil, if we didn't have evil, we wouldn't know or recognize good. 
You know, most people don't know that they're happy until they're sad. Right. You know, uh, a lot of people don't realize what they have until they lose it, kind of thing. And so I know that there are people who are, their purpose is to represent evil so that the people of good can overcome. I believe that's possible. No. I believe that there are people that set out, they're just created for that. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't know the difference. Otherwise, if everybody were good, we wouldn't have anyone to love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I believe that there are people who are, I don't know what he meant, because I don't remember the, the question, but I do know that there are people who are just born to be evil. And there are those who are, God has set aside for good, too. I believe that. Yes, sir. Yeah, I would like to add, Fabian uh, uh, and I were talking about that, too. Um, it's true what you're saying, and uh, but everyone has a chance. Every single human being that's born on this earth has a chance. Even though they may be destined to become evil, but the moment they are born, uh, that everybody does have a chance. Uh, because otherwise God wouldn't be just. You see, God is absolutely just, and every single human being that comes to the face of the earth does have a chance. They have a chance to be born again. You know, well, they have a chance. Well, I they guess have a chance to do what? A, a chance to, uh, the, in other words, the, the opportunity has to be there because if they is not there, then God wouldn't be just. Uh, the opportunity, the opportunity to live. A life of God, or, or not live a life of God, to seek a life of God, to seek to live by His commandments. Because otherwise, God would, or else there is no justice. Um, everybody has a chance to repent. Otherwise, there is no justice. That's right. And so, if God did that, He would be an unjust God. Well, uh, but yeah, at least that's what that's what that's what came to mind. I've been thinking about that before yeah. too. Uh, well, he created evil. You realize that, right? Yeah, he did. Yes. So, was it just was he right to do that to create evil? Yes. Why was he okay with that part? Uh, if he wouldn't have created evil, uh, we would never know love. There would never be a difference between good and evil. Never. But Adam, at one point, was one with his father, and he knew love. Yes. And he didn't know evil. But he knew he loved his father. You want to go back to Fabian? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, but, let me check in with you. <laughs> but it's a good, good conversation. I like that. Yes. I like that. Um, because... You know what? You know what? Let God, me do this because of time. Yes. Uh, I want to ask, uh, what's the name? If, if, if the Bible goes to God was here, what do you think He would say? <laughs> oh, um, well, John just contradicted himself in that he said that um, if God did this, He would be unjust. But yet he he admits himself that 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 God created evil. It's okay to create evil, but not injustice, but not be unjust. All right. See what I'm saying? Well, um, and, and see, if he was going what I was to be, going to say before, you know what? You can carry that to the extreme, too. If he's going to be truly just, why didn't he make us all exactly alike? Well, no, but that's, we could, you know, instead no, of no, all no, being, no, you know, 
No, that, that, that would have defeated everything. That, in other words, uh, in other words, his angels and, and, uh, and everything else in creation, you know, has no choice, okay? No choice at all. But man was created to have a choice in order for us to see and for him to show Did you get that from love. favor too? Huh? You get that from favor? No. Oh. No. Yeah, because, uh, because otherwise love wouldn't, love wouldn't be possible. Let me do this because this is a whole new dialogue. And we were running out of time. Yeah, right. And, and I mean, it's totally. But I would love, I love the dialogue. Uh, and we I can talk one, about it. One more thing. Yes. It is, it is extremely important that for us to realize that God is just. Because you know what? Right. But because, if you, think you know what? That Un, you know, injustice is creating so many problems in our lives. Yeah. Let me in say my this. life, in everybody's life. I know, so, but if you decide, along with Fabian, that. <laughs> if, if he did a certain thing, then he's not just, he's not a just God. Because, see, God's mindset is not like our mindset right, at all. Right, right. And so the things that we think are wrong, he may see them as being fine. You know, like, I noticed that he's constantly allowing people to just die and get wiped out and yes, get rid of folks. Yes, yes. He doesn't seem to mind. He just sent another child in, and if that one doesn't act right, it's gone. And, but to us, like, this is horrible seeing these people die, right? But to him, he's trying to create love. He's trying to get something done. And he's not tripping out difficult people dying. But we trip out on it. A lot of people say, well, if God is love, how come he let people die? But, you know, why does, why, does he let them, why does he let the little baby die if he's love? But, but because they they're, they're basing it. But they have to call it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's why we need a new mindset. We need God's mind. Because we're basing things on how we feel, how they look to us in the physical. And his mindset is so interesting. His mindset is nothing like our mindset. That's right. Nothing at all. That's true. He even said, let the dead bury the dead. You're going to live your life. It's okay, you know. And so that's why we must be born again, people, so that we can be free and not judge things based on our emotions and the way we see things in a physical manner. But the because they're not going to make sense to us. Yeah. And then we'll put God in that same box, and then we lose. Right. But the people that, that die and you say, let the, the, the dead bury the dead, yeah. they still have a chance. Have a chance to do what? Uh, <laughs> not, not to live that life that they live. But you don't know that for sure. No. No, no, no. You do know that for sure. No, you don't. Because you don't know what God's purpose was for that person. No, that's true. I do not know. That's true. Yeah, you I don't do know. know. You don't just don't know. Maybe that person just sent you just for that person. Or maybe some other thing yeah, they need to That's know. true. So you don't know about the chance, if they had the chance or not. You don't know what the purpose is. No. <coughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You better stay away from favor. My man to stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I, I didn't. I, oh, oh I, you didn't say that. Huh? No, I didn't say that God. I, I didn't say God. They always lie on your face. They come to you, give us advice, and come back and lie about it. We were talking about this, and it's really, you know, it's a really interesting subject, and I, yeah. I, I don't really know for sure. Um, it just seemed to me like everybody would be born with a conscience. That's the way. 
it seems. Now, if God... Why does it seem that way to you? Well, because I do know God. I mean, God wants us to come to him. So, but... Another thing he wants everybody to come to him. Maybe he did create just people, like you said, that are just there to help us, you know, learn patience. That's, I mean, I think that's possible. I, um, I wouldn't see... him that. You told him something else. <laughs> well, the way you just said it, I mean, I think that that's a possibility. Um, to me, it does seem like everybody is born with a conscience. I don't know. You know but a lot of people don't have conscience. But people kill their conscience, too. They chase it away. It doesn't look like Hitler ever had one. Well, maybe yeah, he did. I mean, he was beaten unmercifully by his father. I don't know that he didn't have. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, but, he was he was hor- he was tortured and he was turned into the creature that he was. Maybe, oh, I know what I want to say. I understand. In our father's state, we assume a lot of stuff. We really do. You'd be surprised what you assume, and it's not right. Really, in your father's state, the devil is constantly just feeding you stuff. And you think that is right. And then you go out and preach it as though it is true. And now you're setting somebody else up to start assuming too. That's why he wanted us to be one mind with him. So we shall see the truth and know the truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? There, and because when I hear you say that, it does sound so emotional. It sounds so sweet. And now he's like, yeah, that makes sense. But it could not be true though. Right. Because we don't know him. We don't know his plan. We don't right. know what he's doing with different people. He said that we don't know another man's heart. We can't tell. He knows. Right. But there, there are... And so yeah. just because we got a little conscious, now we run around and everybody's going to have it. That may not be so. Well, I know some people don't have it. It just... Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like at some point people were had it, were born with it, and, you know, then for whatever some reason... Some people were born with it, some may not have it. You know, Possibly. Because we got to have both things going on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, you, but know you know could mean? still, but Jesse, you could still have both things with everybody born with a conscience. But God knows not everybody's going to shoot, you know, want to go and follow him. So you're still going to have the dynamic of good and evil regardless of whether some people were born without it or all people were born. They sound nice. That sound real nice, huh? And you I want mean, to fall for it. I always be at the violin. <laughs> no, I, no, I understand you, person. I mean, I understand you. Jay, what do you think about that, real quick? I don't know. It just uh, it makes me scared. Uh, what's going to happen with me? It made me nervous too. Yeah. So because you know, <laughs> and why does it make you scared? What's going to happen to you? Because I don't know. I don't want to end up in hell. Uh, when you listen to that, you will. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm doing But there, that's it. there is. Let me tell you this. Don't worry about hell. You worry about living now. Because it, it's best to try to work this out now and let God figure out which way he's going to send you. Alright? Forget about hell. Don't you worry about heaven right now. Just focus on, like the discussion we're having now, take a look at yourself and want him to cause you to get it right right now. Because if you think about hell, it will scare you. There's no reason to think about it. He wants you to think on these things. You know, think on things that are just and good and righteous. All right? You can relax. <laughs> Just relax. Did you want to answer? Yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to ask, well, how does generational sin uh, play if, you know, because I've seen it just in my family where... You know, you know this kid, yes, he's born with, to make a choice, right. but, I mean, he's so consumed 
that uh, it seems like he didn't have a choice of his behavior. It's passed down from the fathers. Yeah. Generation sin because the father represents God on earth. And if that spirit is out of whack, mm -hmm. the father, even if the father is not living with their kids, whatever that father is is what they're going to become. That's why we need righteous fathers so that right spirit can go down through the generations. Mm -hmm. But it's passed through. It's come from the father being out of order. So that, so what I'm saying that is that the, then that maybe that's what we're living now that he's not seeing oh. that uh, because now we're in, I mean it's generation and generation sure, of yeah. sin yeah. that maybe years and years and years ago we did have a choice uh, where people were more innocent uh, but now it's yeah people definitely were so more far. innocent back in the good old days mm -hmm. and uh, they have gotten worse over the years because you know whatever reason the world is okay and everything yeah. It's okay to have kids out of wedlock. It's okay to live together before marriage. It's okay to lie, steal, and cheat. Mm -hmm. You know, kids in colleges now are cheating, and they're proud of it. So, and, and it, but it's only happened again because the men are weak. Yeah. Things would not be okay if men were in order, because the men weren't allowed to have the powers in the man. Yeah, we were watching a program last night where I was I was enlightened. There was a dating show where the the women oh, were bringing their their boyfriends to the show and the the boyfriends were flirting with the makeup lady yeah. saying here's my number yeah. and then when they got back on stage yeah. then they start denying oh baby I, I love you they were talking I, the right talk then but yeah, yeah and, and the women forgave them and yeah, I said what, oh my gosh you know yeah. like her I don't yeah. think I'll ever get married again <laughs> I had an open mind but it's like men are now so used to having several women that it's the norm now yeah it's a TV show. This is why you got to turn men back to God. Yeah. Because when men are weak, society fall apart. And that's where the problem is with the men. We got to get them back on track. We got to get men turned back to God. That stuff would not be happening if fathers were there to raise their children, because it would be in them to go on TV and embarrass themselves like that. They would have a sense of character, and they would be embarrassed to act out like that in public. But when those fathers are gone, the mothers can't have any children. Yeah. You know, with that kind of situation. Yeah, and then behind the scenes, when the guys were with the guys, yeah. he asked for a high five to one of the guys that said, hey, I did have two hot women on TV, right? Yeah, yeah he was, and the one girl left crying. Yeah. She no, was very hurt. My heart goes out to the women. Yeah. Because they don't have a chance with these men being like this. Yeah. But there's an attack on the man. Did you want to add to this? Um, hello. Mm -hmm. This your first time here? Yes. Uh, did you want to add anything? No. I was anything you disagree with? No. I just wanted to. Uh, I was waiting to hear her comment. Who's coming? Raise your hand. Yeah. Anything you disagree with so far? Um, there's some things I I, I want to uh, reference that I'll look up. Oh, okay. Like what for example? Um. This your daughter, right? No, it's my cousin. Second oh, cousin. Oh, I thought you said second cousin. Your second cousin. Actually, she's the mother. <laughs> no, she's my second cousin. Okay, so you know, you want to ask me about? Basically, everything has been just quite wonderful, and I look forward to coming back again. But there was a couple of things I I do want to just to refer in the Bible. I didn't, I had some thoughts, but I couldn't tell exactly where to find it. I couldn't think of exactly which verses. Oh, okay. So I'm just gonna, a couple of things I'm gonna look up. But other than that, it's okay. wonderful. Mary, what do you need to get rid of? We're winding down now. What do I? Last week we Were you here last week? No. Oh, you were not here like me. No. Uh, how about you, Dylan? Oh, let me ask you anyway, Mary. What do you need to endure and overcome? 
thoughts about different things that come come up and you know you go the way of the thought or you you know you start to look at the thought and you back well, you away. don't have an anger or anything okay you just need to stop giving it to the thoughts in your head your imagination yeah no i have anger to, to overcome too uh, and are you going to let that go this year you think well i'm work, work yes i'm enduring i'm learning to endure and see you know, when the anger comes up and it's like, what? You know, just back away from it and endure the, the uncomfort. The Are discomfort. you dealing with your roommate better now? Am I dealing with I mean, you don't yell at her anymore. I mean, I don't know if you're yelling at her, but do you still get angry or upset at her? Uh, not as much. I mean, I can see. Oh. No, I can see. I mean, I can see. I can see that she has no choice in the way she is, and so same with me. So I mean, I so you don't I get can, up, you just get upset once in a while, not as much. Yeah, I, I don't even get upset. I just look at it, and there's nothing I can do. You don't about say anything it. anymore. You just look at it, roll your eyes, walk away. Correct. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she go again. No, I just walk away. It's like I don't have any comments. Uh huh. I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm me, and I, I'm sure I'm endured by her, just like she's, I'm endured, I'm endured her, so oh. it's nothing. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You had a final question for me? I just wanted to say that, of course, the world, it takes all kind to make the world, huh? Yes, that's for sure. You know, in closing, I want to say that. This is why we got to watch over our children. We got to repent so we can get this thing right because there are so many things in life to deal with. And it started with the kids first, you know, at home. If we're not right at home, that's setting them up so that they can go out into the world and be destroyed. But we got we to gotta get this thing right so we can start it out right, give these kids a chance to deal with evil, um, to, to understand how to deal with it. It's happening in the schools, it's, you know, at home, everywhere, folks. It is bad because men are weak and society is running wild. It's having its way. You know, I told you last week about one of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, family here told me that the school was teaching their kids to sing the song about I love Barack Obama. And the kids are like seven years old or so. What grade are you in at seven? Second grade. Second grade. Second grade. Yeah. And so the kids are, are te- the schools are teaching the kids to uh, to sing I love Barack Obama. So tonight, and here I have all three of the songs, and I'll just tell you about one of them right now because we're out of time here. The night on uh, election night was uh, November fourth. That's what this said. It says, "Hey, Mr. President," and verse one is, "Hey, Mr. President, it's been time well spent because we got a new, we got a new yes." We got a new president. We have hope in our hearts as we dream through our eyes. It seems like we waited most of our lives. This is what the kids are singing in the, in the second grade about President Obama, right? Yes, we got a new, yes, we got a new president. He believes in this change, and this change is going to come because we've got a new, yes, we got a new president. And they have the kids repeat that over and over again. 
And they, they had a song for the week after the election. Yes, we got a new, yes, we got a new president. We, we got a new love. We got a love. We got a love. We got a new president. Um, and my thing is, from the teacher, the teacher is teaching the kids this. I guess the teacher wrote this song, and they have the kids singing this in the, in the classroom. And uh, uh, my thing is, I would take my kid out of that class, just like that, out of that school. And I would have to make some kind of sacrifice to homeschool them or put them in a Christian school or somewhere where they're not being brainwashed and dumbed down. You can't sacrifice or should not sacrifice your kids to the world. You got to make some changes. You got to, and it's hard. A lot of parents don't want to do the right thing because it's hard to make that change. They got to adjust their lives, right? But our, our, our battle is a spiritual battle. And they're going after the children. You see how it's tough it is for us when we were growing up to live life now. All this stuff we have to overcome. These kids are getting brainwashed, dumbed down in school now. In the public out there. And you got to protect your children from this stuff. They'll be 50 years old like we are and still trying to figure out life. They're going to be worse than we are. At least our parents watched over us a little bit. But you got to think about this stuff that's going on. And you got to be willing to endure for what is right. You got to be willing to take some pain. Yes, it may mess with your schedule a little bit because now you got to take them out of the public school system, but so what? Their soul is more important than anything else. I would talk to one of my godsons this morning. I said, your dad told me that you had a, a basketball game the other day and you lost. He's like, what? I lost? Well, my coach told me that there are no losers. Everybody wins. <laughs> he said, but my dad said, no, there are winners winner and losers, and your team lost today. <laughs> and he said, well, you better come over there and tell my coach that then. So, I, you know, we got to talk to the coach, I guess. But that's what they're teaching the kids. They're, they're losers in life. They're winners in life. That's what life is about, all right? So I want to encourage you to get a copy of the Be Still and No Prayer CD so that you can pray and calm down and see the right way to go. We're out of time. Uh, visit my, uh, if you have any questions or counseling that you need, call 1-800-411-BOND. 1-800-411-BOND. Thank you, guys. Thank you, too. Appreciate it.